Hello and welcome to the Tax-Free Crypto Podcast. I'm glad that you're here. This is our second episode. I want to begin this episode first with how I ended the last one because I don't have enough data right now to know who's listening all the way through. Uh, so if this is you, listen up. I am currently right now looking for affiliate marketers. If you are interested in becoming an affiliate with Tax-Free Crypto, I want to hear from you. If part of your business model is being an affiliate, I want to hear from you. There are some criteria I have but I want to discuss it with you first. So go to my email. My email is eric at taxfreecrypto.com. It's there on the screen, eric at taxfreecrypto.com. I'd love to hear from you. Secondly, I want to say this. I am on X, the company formerly known as Twitter, and my handle there is taxfree underscore crypto. Follow me there for tips, insights, and maybe you have some content that I would love to share and be a part of what you're doing as well. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, I do want to say this. Last episode, we discussed what Bitcoin halving was all about. If you don't know what Bitcoin halving is, go and check out in our archive and you can listen to the last episode that discusses that. While I was talking about it, though, I also was talking about the new spot Bitcoin ETF that's around the corner that ARK and Fidelity and BlackRock, all these people put in for. And then I kind of got blown up by my friends and family who listened to the last podcast because I asked for some feedback. And they were like, look, man, we are investors. It's interesting what you're saying. We want to get into the crypto market, but you speak in these acronyms and we have no idea what you're saying. In other words, they weren't sure what an ETF was or what, especially what a spot Bitcoin ETF. And what about in October of, of 2021, a futures Bitcoin ETF was already approved. So what's all the hype with this spot Bitcoin ETF and what does it all mean? So let me explain that. And you saw the title of this episode, What is a Spot Bitcoin ETF? Maybe that's what drew you here. So let's get into that conversation. So when it comes to an ETF, the ETF stands for Exchange Traded Fund. And the way I want you to think about that is I have four, four children and every Easter, my wife gets for them these Easter baskets, right? So within that Easter basket is a stuffed bunny rabbit there, you know, a, a fake one, not like one we killed stuff that put it in that's gross uh but a, a, a fake one there'd be peeps which are disgusting there'd be jelly beans in the and and then chocolate eggs and then the little plastic eggs with the price so what it was in that basket was a whole bunch of different things in one basket and that's what an etf is it's a whole bunch of different things in one basket so you could have stocks you could have bonds commodities other different types of securities all sort of lumped into one little basket so instead of you having to pay to own uh, one full Apple stock, you could own a portion of Apple stock within this ETF that has other technology sectors. And so this is what's beautiful about an ETF. It actually introduces people to other sectors of the world of investing without you actually having to own that stock or that commodity or that bond. You actually own the ETF because it tracks the price of the thing that it follows, right? So that's what an ETF is. And ETFs have been around since the early 90s. It's a great way of investing. I invest in uh, the S&P 500 ETF through Vanguard. I'm already invested in that. So it's a ETF that follows the, the, the market of the S&P 500, but I don't actually own any of the S&P 500, but I'm into an ETF that does. So hopefully that sort of lays a, a backdrop of how we move forward with this. So back in October of 2021, 
Bitcoin was a company was awarded the opportunity to have a Bitcoin futures ETF. Okay, so there has been a Bitcoin ETF for the last couple of years, which has obviously helped to to bring Bitcoin more to the public space or more the institutional money is going to be putting into it. But the difference between a futures ETF and then a spot ETF, which is the one that's up for approval right now, the difference is this with a futures ETF, there's no ownership of the actual Bitcoin. Okay, so what a futures ETF does is it bets on the future price of what Bitcoin will be at a future date. So when you invest in a futures ETF, whether it's Bitcoin or another one, you're not actually owning any of that commodity whatsoever. You're essentially agreeing on a contract that you will pay the price or somebody else will pay the price of what that will be in the future. So a futures ETF is betting on what the price of something will be in the future without any ownership at all of the asset. Now, what a spot Bitcoin ETF, and this is sort of the game changer of it all, is within that ETF, that ETF owns the custody of the asset. So that ETF will then own actual Bitcoin. So when you invest in that ETF, you literally have it. So uh, right now you can buy gold ETFs or silver ETFs. You don't own any of the gold or any of the silver, but the asset does. The ETF actually owns it. So when you are then deciding to invest in the Bitcoin, the spot Bitcoin ETF, you don't actually own the custody. And this is what they decided to do. This is why this is important. So many people who wanted to get into the crypto world, they weren't sure this company's being sued, that company's being sued. What is cryptocurrency? I don't understand it. So in order to introduce it more to the mass publics or to have more institutional adoption or acceptance, they decided to come up with an ETF, a spot Bitcoin ETF, where you, the user, you don't have to pay for the cryptocurrency and then exchange it into a wallet and then into storage for cold storage. Because now this is the practice that I personally have when it comes to cryptocurrency, but I've been doing it for a number of years and I'm comfortable with it. However, I was introduced to the world of cryptocurrency because somebody had gifted me some cryptocurrency to try it out and I began to read it and here we are. And now it's my job because of how I got into it. So with the spot Bitcoin ETF, you now don't have to worry about the custody. You don't have to worry about the storage or nothing like that because the ETF itself owns it and you own a portion of the ETF. So for retail investors, and all a retail investor means is somebody who has a few extra bucks that they want to invest and so they invest it. That's a retail investor, like you'd go to the store to get your goods or services, right? So that's what a, a the difference between a futures ETF and a spot ETF is, is one, holds or owns the custody of the asset, where the other one is you're just betting on what the price may be sometime in the future. <clears throat> now, why this is a big deal, and, and look, you can, you can carry on with your research after you listen to this podcast or watch this on YouTube, wherever you're listening to us at, and you can find, you know, half the people are like, I'm against it, and then the other half of people are, I'm for it. And I'm sort of neutral on it. All I'm happy about is that more acceptance is happening in the crypto space. This is important. 
institutionally at least speaking of institutions uh one of the and by the way have on your calendar august 13th august 13th this is a big date this week because we have this big week coming up arc invest kathy wood who's the ceo cio also of this company they were the first people to put in for the spot bitcoin etf and august 13th is when the sec is required to get back to her either they're going to extend the date with which they get back to her or they're going to approve it uh, and Kathy Wood had just said this week, and I somewhat agree with her, that uh, she thinks that they may approve, if they approve, it'll approve the majority of them altogether, uh, not just one off and then wait a month later for the next. She thinks that may be what happens. So uh, come August 13th, it's a possibility that <clears throat> they're going to file for an extension with Kathy, with ARK Invest, uh, so that they can approve the rest. But uh, all signs are pointing toward this being an, an approved thing. But August 13th is that day that uh, they might get approved. So th think through this line of logic with me. Here's what I wrote down. Many think that this could be the first step, the first big step for the next crypto rally. I, I believe that to be the same thing because of how much it's talked about, how much people are looking at it. I'm getting friends, casual friends and family, people I haven't talked to since college over 20 years ago. Uh, they're like, hey, what's this uh, cryptocurrency all about? And they're sort of kind of coming out of the woodworks. They're, they're, they're interested in it. So I think the next big rally is possibly coming for crypto as a result of this. So follow me, if you will. Step one, the ARK Bitcoin ETF gets approved this week. Okay. Just follow my imagination. Step two, other Bitcoin ETFs get approved next month or at the same time. Step three, institutional money starts flowing into crypto. And step four, prices pump, we all retire and own our own island. That's what I'm looking forward to with this next rally that's coming up. Now, my strategy currently is investing into specifically Bitcoin and Ethereum through a tax-free vehicle through my platform called Tax-Free Crypto. Uh, I am buying and selling cryptocurrency through a tax-free uh, vehicle called my Roth IRA. There's a lot more information. Again, you can email me, eric at taxfreecrypto.com. I'll send you my calendar link and we can set up a time where we can have a video chat or phone call, whatever you want. I, I wanna give you more information because a lot of people don't know about it. When I'm posting videos on social media and I say, hey, you can trade tax-free through it, you know, through my Roth IRA or through your Roth IRA on our platform. And I get friends who are like, is this legit? What does this mean? It's, people don't know what they don't know. They've been institutionalized, if you will, by the main inst financial institutions. Sometimes they just repeat bumper sticker phrases and they don't quite exactly know uh, what the different options are that are out there. But I want to let you know there are ways to be doing this. So uh, when it comes to the institutional money, going back to that idea, coming into it, you have hedge fund managers, you have pension managers, 401k managers. They can't just introduce like cryptocurrency, right? So what an ETF does is it allows these institutions now to have something that's approved by the Security Exchange Commission, the SEC, and now they can invest a portion of the futures of their clientele into some cryptocurrency. That's what I mean by institutional money starts flooding in. And once that adoption happens, I just think the next big rally is about to happen on top of the next halving for Bitcoin uh, that's happening sometime around April of 2024. So that's some of the big news I wanted you to hear. Also, PayPal just launched or they are launching a stable coin called P2. 
PYUSD, which is just PayPal USD. And what a stable coin is, is it's a cryptocurrency that's backed by a reserve, that's backed exactly by the currency of whatever country that it's being issued out of. In this case, the PayPal USD or the PYUSD follows exactly the dollar. Well, that's a big deal. I mean, there's trillions of dollars that is moved through PayPal every year. I think over one trillion was trade uh, was was moved last year alone. And so now they're creating this. Now, what's the purpose of PayPal creating a stable coin? More than likely, as it starts to begin with, you're only going to be able to use it on PayPal itself. You take your dollars, you buy your PayPal USD, and then you can probably only use it within the app to buy things within the app. But then something like this happened with Reddit. <clears throat> when Reddit created its own uh, cryptocurrency called Brick, right? You remember that? And then KuCoin took it. You could buy it from KuCoin. Then from there, the price of Brick kind of went up. So we, we, we see these big plays sort of happening. And, and PayPal is a widely known financial sort of giant in, in this space. And so they're creating this, this ETF coming out, the halving coming up. All I'm saying is this, if you're going to trade in cryptocurrency, you might as well do it in a tax-free vehicle. You go to our platform, you set up an account. If you need help walking through it, I want to help you with it. You're able to buy and sell cryptocurrency. And we have the, the, some of the top uh, cryptocurrencies that are on there. And uh, once you get on there, you can buy and sell cryptocurrency. And then the gains of that, they're completely tax-free so that when you withdraw it, you don't pay the tax unless you do an early withdrawal. You still have to follow the rules of a Roth IRA. And anyways, we could talk more and more about that. All right. So that's today's episode. I wanted to explain exactly what a ETF was, what's the difference between a futures ETF and a spot ETF. And hopefully the way I explained it was good enough for you to understand. Uh, but also I'm ever here to encourage you to invest into cryptocurrency, at least take a portion of the investment money. If you're setting money aside already to make an investment, why wouldn't you have a portion of that in a tax-free vehicle or buying cryptocurrency if you're interested in being a part of that? Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time. Tax-free crypto.